hello. There it is. Hello. Manis. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Defining Marriage Podcast. Every week we talk about what's going on with marriage and LGBT stuff and our weird lives. Hi, James. Here come the bells, there go the bells, there are more bells, watch out for bells. Oh no, the bells, they're gonna come, they're gonna get you. Do you think that song's about just a bunch of Disney's bell from Beauty and the Beast, just like marching down the street? Like Attack of the Clones, thousands of them. Thousands of beautiful bells. Sure. Uh, she's not so unusual anymore, is she? <laughs> they all they all march into the shops and they're like, "You call this bacon?" Blah, 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 blah. Uh, they, she does insult the bacon, doesn't she? Yeah. No, wait. Does she? She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. Oh it's no, the town's just a townsperson. Yes. Okay. She doesn't no, insult she, any of the townspeople, does she? she? Is that the whole first song is insulting the townspeople? Oh, I suppose you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose really, you're right. Like, look at these assholes. Look at these yeah. boring, stupid morons. <sighs> they just want to raise a family and wear their wigs and have a shop and bake a bun. And I think they're stupid. And they have sheep as you see. You see, you. Yes. E-W-E. Yes, yes I see. I see. Here's uh, where she meets Prince Charming. Happy holidays. Uh, here come the bells. Uh, yes, uh, holidays have happened. Santa trucks were coming, but they came and went. And now they're gone, and now we move into the lighter part of the year, but also the part of the year with fewer holidays. We've got That's New true. Year's still ahead of us, and we've got President's Day? No. Martin Luther King Day? We've got Valentine's Day? We've got Groundhog Day, eventually. Uh, yep. There's, those are holidays. That's those true. Are holidays. Now we got us an unexpected Christmas gift. We did, we did. I got um, a thirty-two pound box of hair. I don't know what to do with it. We I, actually did get twenty-five. Pounds oh God, of we did. Yeah. chocolate. So yeah, so a family member sent us twenty-five pounds of chocolate. It's yeah. a lot of chocolate, and they're all individually wrapped kisses. So it's like. A million Hershey's Kisses. So, friends, if if we're acquainted, uh, you may see me uh, wandering the city just handing out Hershey's Kisses. At some point, I may come into your place of business and just dump a bag full of Hershey's Kisses there. Hope you like that. We also got a light bulb that you need yeah. to log into with Wi-Fi. Yes, yeah, so we have a password-protected light bulb now. And uh, it seems to be having some difficulty. Like, uh, initially, when it was set up, it's very nice. It can go be all kinds of different colors and produce effects and things. And that's great. And then it started... It, it's, maybe it's haunted. Because it's, it's doing... It's, it gave us a little light show just out of nowhere this morning. Do you think it's haunted by George Michael? Yeah. Oh. Now, I, or, I'm never going to dance again. Mm-hmm. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. I do not want to make light even though we're, I'm talking about a light bulb, uh, about the ghost of a man. Uh, but that was an unexpected Christmas surprise. It was, it was. And, uh, you know, I think he would want us to be merry. And maybe, so. maybe, maybe not at the fact that he died, but at the, the remembrance of his exciting and wonderful and happy life. Well, he advised us to choose life. Oh, that's right, yeah. When you wake him up before he go-go. He sure did. He sure did go-go. Yeah, well, I mean, he sure did choose life for as long as he was alive and that's had true. a good time and had adventures and uh, was saucy and salacious and didn't apologize for it. So I think that's, that's right. He's that's a, very he was fun. a gay icon. Now, you yeah. are a man who sometimes talks about gay icons. So right now, eulogize George Michael. George Michael. He wore a shirt most of the time, and he also had a jacket. His shorts were short, and his guitar was musical. 
he had a song and a dance in his heart. And you don't really know much about George Michael, do you? <laughs> no, here's but what you, I know. You know that it would be nice if you could touch his body. Yes, you know, know not everybody I know, has I know a body he, like he. He sang, he sang the Wham songs. Yep. And uh, you showed me the music video maybe like a year or so ago. Of, of which one? Uh, Choose Life. Oh, a year or so ago? Really? Yeah. yeah. That was okay. the first time I ever saw it. Oh. Hmm. You showed me that. And then you showed me I'm Setting My Jacket on Fire. And then... Oh, yep. That's not, that's not that's not faith, of course. That's it's not. Faith is a good one, though. Mm-hmm. That's the one. And what happens butt. in that? Oh, there is a butt. Butt in that one. He, sh- he sure does. Yeah, but freedom is the one where he burns his jacket mm-hmm. and his bra and his bra. Oh, uh, it's him and Gloria Steinem. Yep, uh, <laughs> those two are in heaven looking down on us. The hijinks they're going to get up to. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so and of course I know all about uh, how people hounded him legally for just wanting to have a good time for being a cockhound. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, who who among us hasn't uh, sucked a dick or two for a sawbuck in a restroom of a truck stop now and then? Sure. Uh, anyway, so what a what a sad loss. I, I mean, he wasn't particularly important to me, but uh, I know that he was for a lot of people, and they made him feel happy about being gay. Well, at a time when not a lot of visibility existed for gays uh, yep. in the media, he was somebody who, though it was not confirmed, confirmed for a little while, it was it was pretty right right there. It was. Come on, confirmed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in the same way that, like, Boy George is like, oh, I'm just a mystery for a long time. Like, well, okay, mystery solved. Let's get Robert Stack on the case. You know, I was looking at a pair of pants yesterday. Uh-huh. They yep. were on the legs of a friend of a friend, and they were extremely sparkly. Mm-hmm. He came out wearing them, and I said, oh, you look like a planetarium show. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, they were designed by this guy, and he was telling us about this guy, and he was like, and he's straight. Hmm. And I was like, well, that's what I said. Hmm. And I'm like, do you think, would you say, is he more straight or less straight than someone who has never designed a pair of sparkly pants? Well, I mean, sparkles belong to, to all. They do. To they do. persuasions. As does the, the rainbow. Sure. In the, in the quantum cloud that is sexuality, where there can be two contradictory things existing simultaneously, mm-hmm. and it's only one or the other when you observe it in the in the dark of the night with the genital in your mouth... Um, a straight could design a sparkly pant. Sure, and so what I'm saying is that uh, there's no on or off switch to sexuality, and we're all we all exist along well, like a spectrum, uh, and it's it's lovely, like a, like, like a glowing of, light bulb. I like to think of it as a probability cloud because I like to think of everything as a probability cloud, even your head. Under the right circumstances, your head is uh, a butt. Oh well, that's I, we can. It explore. serves the same purpose sometimes. Sure, we can. Well, your butt has multiple these. purposes. Yes, yes, it does. Purposi, purposes, purpopities, <laughs> uh, uh, porpoises. Yes, uh, my head has multiple porpoises. Here mm-hmm. they come, and they uh, porpoise spit. Por- what? That's a reference to Bill Fair. Hi, Bill Fair. Oh, hello, Bill. It's nice to nice to talk to you, Kira Knightley, <laughs> and the porpoise spit. Uh, that is an in-joke for one person in the entire world. No, Usually... It's a podcast of, uh, of Hollywood legends, Judy Cast. I know we've mentioned it before, but, uh, you can hear all about Kira Knightley and the porpoise spit. I was at a party yesterday, a holiday party, and someone was telling a story about how they had to do a better job of hiding their weed and pills when they came home and found that their dog had gotten into them and there were pills everywhere. And so I chimed in and was like, did you think Judy Garland had broken into your apartment? Oh, did that get a big uh, chortle? 
It certainly was an effective means of detecting the homosexuals in the room. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, brr, parties, you met a stone dog. I did, and not a dog made of stone, but a dog that was stoned. Uh, a friend we went to, this, this was lovely. A friend had a... <laughs> it was a stone to dog party? It was a stone dog party. Everyone bring your dogs. It was actually a stone dog key party. And they all oh, hooked God. up. Oh, Jesus. Let's not go down that Who's road. Who's hooking up with what there? <laughs> it's impossible to say. Hmm. So it, it was um, an Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas party. So we all got together and we watched the lovely Christmas special from the Jim Henson Company, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. I don't think there... I don't know if there was a Jim Henson Company then. It was 77. Anyway, the point is, it's a lovely special. Uh, it's... Maybe not the most polished of their work, but it has a lot of heart. So much heart. And so anyway, we watched that, and the person who was throwing the party has a dog who usually barks a lot, and so he gave the dog this special tincture or something that uh, is apparently medicinal and uh, cannabis in origin and makes the dog uh, feel a little more cozy and comfortable. Is this a veterinary product, or did he just use a little bit of his own... Uh, staff. So I didn't inspect it, but he assured okay. us that it was obtained from a veterinarian. Okay. Well, I, you can obtain all manner of things from, from a, a veterinarian. veterinarian. Yeah, and then he served us the uh, horse tranquilizers yes. and, uh, and hot cocoa. <laughs> then he brought out the horses. <laughs> yeah, it's goodbye, horses. Anyway, so yeah, so I went to a lovely stone dog party, and mm-hmm. somebody else told me a story about their oh, their poor dog. Chie was the name of the dog, okay. uh, who got into the uh, marijuana cigarettes, mm-hmm. and so they came home, and she was hiding, and her nose was very hot, and so they brought her to the vet, and the vet was like, "Well, we don't know." They didn't they didn't know what she'd gotten into at first. Oh. Uh, the vet was like, well, uh, it seems like, you know, they checked her vitals and everything. Mm-hmm. She seems okay. And then somebody called and they were like, okay, we've got some missing, uh, pot cigarettes and, or I don't know what you call them. Joints, joints. Yeah. Call them. Uh-huh. We, you know, we use a pipe, so I don't know all the terminology for anything else. You don't know nothing. Anyway. So, and, blah, 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 and so Chie was just fine, but very wary from then on about interacting with anything marijuana related. Well, it's a good lesson. Yes. She's scared straight. She's a smart cookie. She's a Shiba Inu. Oh. Yes, she's cute. very cute. Yeah. Very cute. But she's also like a cat. Like, she doesn't like to be touched that much. She'll come over, look at you, let you pet her once, mm-hmm. and just once. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, moving on. That's like me. You pet <laughs> me once, uh, 15 years ago or so, and mm-hmm. uh, never again. Yep. Uh, fondly, I recall that day. Mm. I have a very nice... James, I have a lot of nice memories oh. of our early courtship, of me waking up one morning. This is when we were in our very cramped apartment sure. by uh, Fenway Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fen- with Fenway Frank. There was only enough room in this bedroom for us to sleep on a futon, and it wasn't laid flat. It was a futon that was folded up in the seating position. Yeah, so that's because a tarantula had to take up part of the, the rest, rest of the room. room. Well, yeah. it was a shared room and the other person used her space for a, a spider tank yeah uh, so that was nice so we slept in a room with the tarantula and on a futon that was folded up in the l position Ooh. and so we were very close together and yeah. literally there was no risk of falling off of the futon onto the floor because there was only enough room for the futon to be pressed up against the i think it was a bookcase or a wall or a Some desk or something there yeah yeah so i mean you could you walked into the room and you crawled onto the futon and that was that was the space we had yeah and look at us now it was like a love hotel yeah nintendo used to run love hotels did they really think about like that. the 1800s or when uh like last year no, but- you could go in and they'd have uh, one of those splatoon squid kids do uh, do what they please <laughs> Uh, that's not the noise they make. Wait, really? When was that? When did they do that? Uh, that it was the pre-war, I assume, yeah, right? I think so. 
Wow, that's fascinating. Anyway, so uh, this is neither here nor there as it (laughs) pertains to marriage equality. Oh, that old thing. That old thing. So we've That's got... That's not a thing anymore, right? Mm. We're, we're entering a new age. A new... A nude age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it is, in fact. We've got oh. some good news this week. Okay, a Christmas miracle. We've got some... Yes, we've got a Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. A Christmas... What's, what's the opposite of a... What's a bad miracle? That must be a thing, right? Disaster doesn't quite cover it. Disaster, I think, is actually correct. Because I think it means bad star. Oh, wait, really? Disaster? Well, I mean, there's also uh, Disaster from Out of Control, and she is a good star. Yes, Nickelodeon's Out of Control, a show that aired for a few months in 1985. And, and I remember it vividly. Vividly. I know. I know you do, James. This is the kind of reference that I that I stick around for. Sure. Well, you met Disaster. I did, weirdly, and I didn't even realize it. So this was a woman who was a children's television icon for a few months in 1985. In Canada. In Canada. And and so it was the year was 19 no the year was it was like 3 years ago it was like yeah. 2015 or something or 2013 and what year is this <laughs> anyway so i was walking through los angeles hollywood mm-hmm. and looking for a card shop so that i could buy someone a birthday card because it was someone's birthday and i was going to their party and i needed to bring a card and so i'm walking around and nobody walks in la and so i walk into this um the first thing I found that I thought might have a card of some kind was a Wiccan novelty shop. Yeah. So it had all kinds of like pentagrams and incense and cats and things, but they did not have any stationery. Mm-hmm. So then I saw a newsstand and I was like, maybe they have some stationery. So I walk over and as I'm walking, I hear this like shrieking noise and I was like, that's oddly familiar. What the heck was that? Because it's a sound I can't reproduce. Perhaps we could drop a clip here in. Because it's like, uh, uh, oh, but it doesn't really awful. sound do like that. Again. That sounded like a dying walrus. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll drop a clip in here. Uh huh. No, that wasn't it. Here, here it is. Here it is. Okay, so that is a clip of uh, Diz Aster. And so I heard that noise as I was walking to this newsstand. I was like, you know, it's 30 years later. I'm like, what the hell was that? And so as I'm walking up, I'm slowly placing it familiarly in my mind. And I was like, oh, that's that's what that's from anyway. And so I walk up and I talk to this woman at the newsstand. And she's like, oh, no, sorry, honey. We don't have any uh, greeting cards. And she is a sight to behold. She looks like Cindy Lauper. She has like floppy hair and bangles on every wrist and rings all over her hands. How many wrists does she have? On every on every single wrist she's got. Uh-huh. Uh, she's, well, she's got some wrist feet, so she, oh, uh, God. yeah. Anyway, so, blah, 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 and so she is very sweet and she advises me to go down to a, a bookstore down the street. They might have some, some cards. And as I'm leaving, the male guy comes by and he goes, Hey, Ms. Diz. Which is so newsies. It is. Like, no, I was thinking like Pee Wee's Playhouse or something. Sure. Sure. You know, it's, it's, it's like it, it, the king of cartoons is folding newspapers in the back or something. Well, he might have been. He could be. What is he doing these days? I have no idea. He's probably dead. Maybe. I don't mm. know. I mean, it's, it's that, that's what's been happening. It's him and Susan Sontag in heaven. Oh, and, and soon to be Princess Leia. And, oh, Let's God. Hope not. Let's, Let's hope she, not. We, she's got a lot of life left she's in her. She's got a lot. Oh, she's still here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, that was the time that I met Disaster. Anyway, so we've had some Christmas miracles. Bad star. We've had some Christmas Disasters. Okay. 
she uh no sorry this is not the disaster report i was about to start talking about her oh, but anyway do, 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 yeah. do, do. so what's the good news mm. well the good news is we've had our first gay marriage in gibraltar bona aster but yes a bueno aster that's the name of the couple no it's not their names are aaron mills mm-hmm. and adrian charles trier dignum okay that's a lot of names, mm-hmm. but they've been married in Gibraltar. Very nice. Happy for you. I looked to see if there was any sort of polling on what the opinions on marriage equality are in Gibraltar, but it mm-hmm. uh, turns out when you've only got like 13 people living in a country, uh, people don't really want to do surveys of them. Do they get married on the rock? They got married on the rock. Oh. Yeah. It's very sweet. There's a nice did, picture of them having rose petals or something thrown at them. Did they ironically get married to I Am a Rock, I Am an Island, which is a song about being alone? They got married to Rock Lobster. Oh, perfect. And they were dressed in lobster tuxedos. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a rock! You know lobster tuxedos? You know how that's a thing? Yeah. For people to you had a red tuxedo. Yeah. And with, you had big mittens. Yep, with claws and uh, antenna. Mm-hmm. And you're slowly lowered into a pot of boiling water. Well, and, and the, you get the fan tail. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. gorgeous. You get married as you're lowered into the water. And, mm-hmm. and covered in butter. The right way... Well, you don't cover in butter. Yeah, yes, before the boiling. But the right way I was seeing... I was watching this online to... Um, dispatch a lobster is you can put a knife into the back of its head and there's a particular spot where you go between the the pieces of the carapace and uh-huh. bloop and there you go it's a much more humane way to dispatch them than boiling them alive which is horrible that we think that's okay to do or to or to marry one another yes that's it's like being boiled alive mm-hmm. take it from me folks uh, <laughs> uh what else is going on in the world uh we've got maybe marriage coming to Montenegro. Okay. Uh, that's, one, that's one of those countries that's kind of hard to place on a map. Mm, yep. It's a small one. But it's, a, it's kind of between Italy and um, uh, the Slovenias up around there. It's, it's getting close. It's, it's getting away from Europe and towards the Middle East. Sure. Uh, so, small population, 600,000. Mm-hmm. They had their fourth annual LGBT Pride Parade this past week. da 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 Da, 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 da. And why? I don't know. Do they have it in December? I, I okay. like the week before Christmas. Yeah. That does seem strange, doesn't okay. it? I don't know, but that's when they did it. Sure. Uh, in past years, there's been some violence. Is it, to, is it to make everybody keep their shirts on? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, boys! Nobody wants to see that. I don't know. I don't know. I guess they're they're in the the cold hemisphere, so this is not a sunny time of year for them. Well, who knows? I mean, global warming, anything's possible. Da, 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 da. Anyway, so yeah, so they had violence in past years. This year was more peaceful. Uh, they're talking about pushing some marriage through. Okay. Uh, there's no polling data on that. Again, very small country. Uh, they do but have there has some been some polling. Yes, let's assume. Well, they're close enough to the polls. Oh, well, kind of. I think they're closer to the equator than the poles. The Polak. Oh, oh, there's been some polling of the poles. There's been some polling. Yes. Uh, They've got some non-discrimination laws. Not Mm -hmm. a lot, but some. Uh, Queer people are allowed to serve in the military there, so that's something. Okay. Uh, They also, the country wants to join the EU, so... What is their military? Like, something, like 600,000 people, like, that is smaller Mm. than a lot of cities. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they've just got, like, a couple dozen people. Who knows? Maybe they've got, like, a tank, a toy tank that they just kind of, like push around is it like the vatican swiss guard that dress up like yeah, you know, clock i was characters? just thinking i wonder if it's like ceremonial stuff Maybe. like you know when there's i don't know some state dignitary or something they need somebody to salute so they, that's all they learn how to do that's what basic training is they sure. just learn to salute i'm sorry montenegrins i don't mean to insult you like this what did you just make a flagpole joke a flagpole sitting joke 
No. Oh, okay. But you you love to sit on a flagpole and slide right down. I do. Boop. God knows how many flagpoles I've got up there right now. Mm. Anyway, uh, it's. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Australia. What about it? New survey in Australia. Seventy uh-huh. percent of Australians are in favor of gay marriage. And also, 70% of Australians are in favor of the quokka. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we've been watching some documentaries about Australian wildlife. You guys, there's some lovely animals in Australia. Granted, there are also a lot of poisonous ones, but they're not all of them. And there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of really cute things, like the quokka, a lovely marsupial that smiles at you. You also like any animal that will fall into a pouch. Oh, my God. We're watching these videos of kangaroos that just, like, curl up. So, they apparently, they need surrogate mothers, and so that's people. And so, in this preserve, this guy just goes around with a pouch. Like, it's, it looks like a shopping bag like you'd bring to the grocery it's store. Like a pillowcase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a pillowcase, but like a, 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 real, a real nice padded one. So, the kind of, the kind of pillowcase you put on a, on a crazy pillow. It's it, like a nice to keep soft. it from hurting itself? Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And... They he just puts it on the ground and the kangaroo falls, tumbles right in, and then he's carrying a little pouch of kangaroo. Mm-hmm. It warms every cockle in my heart. Cockles and welk. Yep. It warms the cockles and the welk of my heart mm-hmm. for a nice seafood stew. You know, cardiac seafood stew. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Human heart. Yeah. Cockles and welk all mashed up mashed together. together. That's what flows through my veins. These veins bleed seafood stew. Oh. Jeez, if those veins could talk. It's, a, it's like a Neil Gaiman monster. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's the monster that eats cars and smells like a fish. Oh, from, from Power Rangers. Yep. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba. What do you think? What do you think if they ever got Neil Gaiman to write a Power Rangers episode? I wonder what that would be like. I'd be better than this movie. I should ask him on. about that. I, there's a sure. chance I may be interviewing Neil Gaiman soon, and I would love to ask him, what's the Power Rangers episode you've always wanted to write? Yep. God, can you imagine? That's my time. I, I get 15 minutes. One, with, what? But I, I, oh, I'm sure he would. You shouldn't use your 15 minutes for that. I, if I like challenge him, I was like, pitch me your ideal Power Rangers episode. But anyway, what are we talking about? I don't Cockles know that beat Apocalyptic. Oh, that's a really good one. It's real good. Anyway, so Neil has a has a new. Uh, he's got a TV show coming out soon, American Gods, which mm. uh, started as a book. Yes, and now it's going to be a TV series on Showtime. I think. Sure. I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm kind of annoyed by the situation we're in now where you need to subscribe to a different service for every different I TV network. I don't know how TV works anymore. I'm officially an old person. This I'm is why... Fuddle, fuddling with the remote. This I is, fuddle. You do. And I duddle. <laughs> Together, the two of us. We're a fuddle-duddle. We're, we're a dancing pair yes. of marvelous blintzes. What was a fuddle-duddle? That's where you get a woman drunk and rape her? What? The, oh, you're, you're right. The yes. Fuddle-duddle. Oh my God! This is a reference to my episode of Tomfoolery, 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 the lovely podcast with the delightful Cody Melcher, where we talked about this book. I think it was called Sexuality, Magic, and Perversion mm-hmm. was the title. And so every week on Tomfoolery, Cody and some guests talk about a weird book, and that was ours. Uh, it was all about the use of magic for the purposes of perversion. And but but that doesn't seem like magic to just get a woman drunk. Yeah, you know what? I don't think this was my episode. I think no, it was, was somebody else's episode. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. You're right. It was I mean, like a all... pickup artist book from yeah, the twenties. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the fuddle duddle something. I think it was just get the lady drunk and drag her home. Pretty much. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was like good tip. Bonk her on the head with a club, but a no. club of alcohol, sure. and then drag her home by the hair with some club soda. That's the club. Yes. Yep. Bonk her with a with a club soda. Well, any club that would have me as a member. Oh, anyway the old fuddle duddle yeah so this is why we're watching documentaries about australian wildlife because we can't figure out how to watch showtime and see all the <laughs> skin <laughs> oh yeah the red shoe diaries that's what we want to see <laughs> but just the shoes 
Yep. Anyway, uh, also uh, internationally, uh-huh. Guatemala. Uh-huh. They're looking at getting some marriage there. Could be marriage, could be civil union, where it's very unclear so far. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm a little skeptical that anything's going to happen soon. Okay. Uh, according to a Pew Research Center survey from pew, pew. T- 2013, uh, marriage equality, support for marriage equality, 12%. Uh, oh, well, very then why, low. Is, uh, what, why is there any expectation I that something's know. going to happen? So this survey did not mar- uh, marry. This survey did not ma- measure support for civil unions. So maybe support for civil unions is better. Okay. South America's been moving fast on marriage equality. So there's a chance things have improved uh, in the last three years. Hmm. I mean, it would be pretty incredible if it went from 12% support to anything approaching majority. Sure. But anything's possible in this crazy mixed up world that we live in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, keep your eye on Guatemala. Keep your eye out for a fuddle-duddle. Mm, de- definitely keep your eye out for that. We got some news here in the United States. Yeah. Uh, it stinks. Uh, no, that's, <laughs> that is not news. Uh, so, you remember our old friend Judge Roy Moore? Oh, God. Yeah, he yeah. has been interviewed to get the Senate seat that would be vacated by Jeff Sessions if he becomes Attorney General. Uh, of course. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the Senate would be losing a racist, but getting a homophobe. Well, we don't know that he isn't racist. That's true. He could easily be racist. Let's hope. Let's hope. I was telling somebody about Let's this. Let's assume. Yes. Uh, let, I was telling, telling somebody about this yesterday, and he was like, you know what? The Senate deserves him because he is the worst person. He's awful. He's always like, I, I can't remember the, the term that this person used, but apparently Roy Moore, it yeah. may not shock you to hear that he likes to proselytize. Sure. He loves the sound of his own voice. Mm-hmm. And so this person who I was talking to is fairly politically savvy. was like, you know what? Just put him in the Senate. Make all the Republicans have to listen to him all the time. No. And, you know, he's not going to cause any more damage that they weren't already going to do. So might as well make their lives miserable. But uh, Fair enough. That's I suppose that's one way to look at it. So it would be weird if he got that. So uh, it would be up to the governor, uh, whose name is Bentley, Robert Bentley, to uh, appoint him. Um, he is a polarizing, obviously Roy Moore is a polarizing figure, yeah. but it's Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think at this point, Robert Bentley's like, I got nothing to lose because he's under investigation for a weird adultery situation. Ooh. Um, yeah, he was apparently, so he was elected. He's like this sweet little old man and so nice. And he's mm-hmm. a minister or some sort of church official. And oh, he's well. an, op- an optometrist. No, he's a dentist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you're painting the picture of a fuddle-duddle. I sure am. Turns out, and he's like in his 70s, yeah. um, he's been sending filthy texts Ooh. to this woman that he works with. Tell me more. Oh, more, my God. More, more, more. Yeah. So there's actually, there's a voicemail of him being like, oh, I like that. When I put my hands all over your breasts, I love it. Like, Does he say breasts? He says breasts. Oh. You know, women love to hear the word breasts. Well, I mean, I guess they're your memory zone. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, like, if I had to flirt with a woman, God help me. But and oh, help wait, that wait, woman. Wait, 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 let's let's role play this. Like the, wait, I have to get into character. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm not flirting with Franklin Pangborn. Yes, you're going to. I'm. A no, woman. it's not. It's Charles. What's his name? It's not Charles Nelson Riley. Anyway. <laughs> I'm a be. I'm a beauty. Although James, do you think you could could you give this voice a little just like five percent more Charles Nelson Riley? Ah. <sighs> Uh, welcome to Uncle Croc's block. That was a little more than ten percent. Wow! Flirt with me. <laughs> oh, good evening, my dear. <laughs> Why, good evening to you, sir. Oh, are you a uh, Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> madam? 
Enchantatis. Hello. How are your chest? <laughs> Is that a good pickup line for, for heterosexual people? Is that what how straight men talk to women? How are your chest? Plumptious and dumptious. That's what I named them. I certainly do like to explain things to you. What did I get wrong? Correct me. Actually, I'm a feminist. I, okay. It's me, Gloria Steinem. What a surprise. I wasn't expecting to see you here. I'm the ghost of Gloria Steinem inhabiting the body of this heterosexual man. <laughs> Vince McMahon, in fact. Oh, this, but you look quite different, Vincent. I've had my head shaved by Donald Trump. Ah, and a I'm, thing that actually happened. And I'm wearing the ghosts of all the bras that I burned in life. In life, I burned these bras link by link. And now, Gloria Steinem must walk the earth, dragging her bras behind her. When there's no room left in hell, the bras will walk the earth. Now, I'm going to be honest. <sighs> I think Gloria Steinem might still be alive. <laughs> Perhaps. That... Ghost Dad has taught us that you don't have to die to be a ghost. Should we do... Who's another famous feminist? Joan of Arc? Uh, Lady Godiva was a freedom rider. There we go. Yes. I'm Lady Godiva, and I show it all. Get a load of these ladies. She's uh, flirting with lesbians. Are we still lesbians. flirting? I don't know. Oh, I've taken my clothes off. Oh! Does that count? Gadzooks. James, the parameters of this improv exercise have become foggy. You are covered in a film of filth. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose that's just enough for me not to be charged with indecent exposure. It's decent. Anyway, that was a little scene between no. uh, a, a, an anonymous candy striper and the donkey that Lady Godiva <laughs> rode into Bethlehem. I don't know where she went. <laughs> she sure did. <laughs> yep, that's what she did. Uh, okay, so and then she turned into chocolate. Case closed. So Roy Moore. So that's the situation with Roy Moore. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually going to get this role. Seems like Governor Bentley is like, I don't know, up is down, black is white. Cats are marrying dogs. Here, why don't you, why don't you get into the Senate? Breasts. That's how we got there. Breasts. So he, he did he say anything else that was fun? Like, because Prince Charles once said that he wanted to be a tampon and live in Camilla's trousers. Well, there was no talk of TFs, but okay. there was a, a lot of oh oh oh. There's a lot like it's so clear like how deeply corrupt all the Republicans in Alabama are. I mean, no sure. surprise here. But um, so the governor was exposed in this sex scandal mm-hmm. by a former ally who uh, was soured on the whole situation uh, for reasons that are not totally clear to me mm. but anyway things came to light so this guy was a sheriff or something like that um and i think he was complaining about how i think the governor cut funding for some sort of police thing and so this guy who was a sheriff is the now policeman's balls yes, mad adam so wait his name's mad adam mad atom oh mad atom okay. up and at them anyway so uh, he so the sheriff guy uh, exposed the governor mm-hmm. uh, like lady godiva and then and the governor this, exposed his genitals the, there's an investigation that was started and then the attorney general whose name is luther strange <laughs> th- that's how he laughs actually if someone was named <laughs> luther strange that's how he would laugh uh-huh. uh anyway so luther strange started an investigation then canceled the inv- well paused the investigation he says he's Mm. like oh we have to suspend this investigation for now we can't investigate the governor right now sorry because first we have to investigate the guy who accused him what 
Mm-hmm. So we can't do both at once, obviously. So we're just going to put the governor investigation on pause for now. Just huh. for now. Just a little while. Just a little bit. And we're going to go investigate this sheriff instead. And then did they do the two-step number from Best Little Whorehouse? What's the two-step number? Is that just fucking? It's uh, when... Is it Charles Durna? Oh, or? Circle Round the Two-Step. Yes, yeah, yes. Oh, I th- is it Charles Durna? I thought it was... Um, uh, what's his name? The emperor from History of the World. I can't believe I've forgotten his name. Martin Scorsese. No, yeah. definitely not. But that is a person's name. Mm. No, it's Clive Blowens. Nope, that's not a person. That's close to a person, <laughs> but not quite. Uh-huh. What's his name? Cleeton Fartmouth. No. Yep, Cleeton Fartmouth. That might be the best one you've come up with in a while. <laughs> no, shit. What's his name? He He's not Jonathan Winters. It but sure isn't. He, he kind of looks like him. I can picture Tom DeLuise. I don't think it is. I think you're I, right. I think it might be the one Burt Reynolds movie that doesn't have, have Dom DeLuise. I think you're right that it's not him. Anyway. Oh, wait, was he a dog that went to heaven? Was he? Because, I, I mean, George Michael, if he was into pup play, he might be a dog that went to heaven. Oh, yeah. He's he's urinating on, um, uh, what do you call those things? Fire hydrants in heaven. Yep. Do you think That's, they have? That was one of the last songs he wrote. Urinating on fire hydrants in heaven. Yep. Uh, it's a beautiful song. Heaven can wait. All right, last piece of news this week involves Linda Summers, uh-huh. not to be confused with Suzanne Summers. No, the thigh master. This is my good side. Uh, so Linda Summers uh-huh. is a clerk of some form in Indiana. Okay. Uh, way back a few years ago. Well, this is a it, Kevin Smith film. Yes. What? Oh, clerk in Indiana, yeah. So in 2015, uh, after the Supreme Court ruled, her job was to take people's money. Mm-hmm. Uh, under cover of darkness sure it, no it was to stand behind a counter and take people's money and print out the marriage license mm-hmm. and just make sure that they'd filled out the form properly right so she was like i'm not gonna do that for a gay couple okay One so of those. yep yeah so uh it has just been ruled by a district court there's a federal court that uh she was and so eventually she was fired for not doing her job mm-hmm she sued under Title Seven, which says that people can't be fired because of their religion. Right, right. And so the court just ruled that, nope, it's it's okay. You can be fired for not doing your job. Uh, yeah. The quote from the court is that her belief, uh, this is the quote, quote, no matter how sincerely espoused, does not objectively conflict with the purely administrative duty to process marriage licenses. Mm-hmm. Summers' desire to avoid handling forms related to activities of which she personally disapproves is not protected by federal law. Title Seven is not a license for employees to perform only those duties that meet their private approval. Right. Yeah, yeah. that is how it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, could you imagine if a DMV employee refused to issue driver's licenses to women because they said that their religion doesn't think women should drive? Yeah, or, I don't know, it was like, now I'm going to give you this license, but there's a special thing on here and you're not allowed to drive on Sundays because that's the Lord's Day. Uh, sure. I, I mean, one of those is a thing that's kind of real and the other isn't. Although I guess you could say... No, for sure. Like, Hasidic Jews, they can't drive on... Uh, or maybe It's I've... not Sunday, but that's fine. Really? Oh, Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So You're conflating some things. Everyone's, everyone's got rules. I know. They sure do. Anyway, and uh, so, yeah, there's all kinds of things of, I don't know, a health inspector who's like, sorry, the supermarket can't sell ham anymore. Right. Uh, okay okay or i guess that's maybe not 
I'm trying to think of other examples. I, you know, just like I'm a health inspector and I refuse to inspect this restaurant because they serve meat and I, I, my religion says I can't eat meat. So I'm mm-hmm. just not going to inspect restaurants unless they're vegetarian. Well, or if you license uh, private medical practices and you're Scientologist and you won't license psychologists. Sure, sure. Or uh, I guess we've got a lot of those uh, <sighs> pharmacists who won't uh, let people have uh, birth control. I got that whole situation. Yeah, now what's the deal with that? I don't know what the rules are exactly. It okay. seems to be spotty from state to state. Well, okay. Yeah. So I think that's probably emerging mm-hmm. case law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, this ruling is pretty much what we'd expect, but uh, I would also expect uh, our opponents to take this and say, look, look, people are being fired. People are going to lose their jobs because of gay marriage. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, nothing new. It's what they've been doing all That's along. That's why they need a First Amendment Defense Act, because uh-huh. otherwise uh, people are going to get fired because they believe marriage is between a man and a woman. Yep. And they believe... Simply for believing it. Yes. Yes. Also, and that they believe that there's a part of the Bible that says uh, you cannot print out forms for people that you that are not men and women. Thou uh, shalt not print out forms for... Yeah. I mean, that's not going to be a winning argument with them, because yeah. it's not that. It's that they're being... Like slaves, they're being forced to do labor that uh, that they refuse to do. Yes. Well, they're taking a moral stand, right? That's their... Yeah, I mean, they literally invoked slavery with the Kim Davis thing. That being forced mm. to issue a marriage license uh, against their religious convictions was a form of slavery. Mm. Yes. Well, so that is... Un- pleasant mm-hmm. uh but we'll have to see how that shakes out we're likely i mean it looks real good for that first amendment defense act so unless there's mm-hmm. some sort of like gridlock that just makes it impossible to get anything passed uh who knows who knows if democrats have the momentum and energy to try to filibuster or block the first amendment defense act but it sure looks good for that getting passed i mean they don't seem to be saying anything like what are their plans to deal with the coming situation i don't know i don't know i don't know that there's any sort of organized resistance being dreamed up in congress i don't know like i literally just do not see anything in the news from them yeah they're just i mean that's that's what's kind of surprising to me is we're hearing an awful lot from team trump we're not hearing anything from any other sides yeah yeah so i don't know (sighs) okay Anyway, so that's the bad news. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, Of course, 2016 has uh, been a difficult year, uh, but there's been some good things, too. There's, you know, Mm-ba. a lot of people got married. We reached a billion people with marriage equality this year. Mm-hmm. So that's very nice. And people are still, no matter what happens, going to fall in love and be nice to each other. And they're going to fuck. But uh, how many marriages have there been? That's a good question, and I don't know the answer to that. I don't, don't think that anyone does, because every state counts them differently. Many states oh. don't even track the genders. Oh. So... Uh, it's very, 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 very hard to get a sense of how many gay marriages there have been. Hmm. This was, in fact, it varies from county to county. Oh. So this was an issue in California mm-hmm. when California got marriage equality. Uh, there's an attempt to see, oh, yay, Prop 8's gone. Let's see how many people got married in just the last month. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody knows. Like, nobody's no. recording this data. It's just, just not recorded. Sure. Yeah. Can you marry your gay cousin? That is an interesting question. I'm going to guess... That that law would have to be enforced on an equal basis with heterosexuals. Okay. So I don't know what the rules are in California. Do, do you have plans? Do you place. have immediate plans to marry one of your cousins? Can you marry your gay brother? I'm going to guess no. 
They, well, but you're not going to make a bad baby. That's true. That's true. Those couples are not entirely similarly situated. Can you marry your dad? That's a thing I've seen on Tumblr a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, uh, that is something that um, huh, is happening. There's this what? couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, there's this couple that used adoption to protect their rights a couple ah. years ago. And so one of them is adopted by the other. And now that they can get married, they're getting married. But of course, uh, you know, right-wing websites are spinning that as, look, now a father's marrying his son. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, that's fascinating, yeah, because adoption used to be a way to establish a family relationship um, before marriage, right? That was one of the ways mm-hmm. um, to establish sort of a more permanent family relationship in the absence of a real marriage. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that many people did that because that seems complicated, but uh, it definitely was a thing. There are definitely people who have done it. Mm. Yes. Oh, James, now- do, should I adopt you or should you adopt me? Uh, I think that you should adopt the boudoir baby. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, would you rather adopt uh, the boudoir baby or Mother Mayo? <sighs> this is a new character that I'm not... I don't fully have my hands wrapped around yet. Hello! Uh-huh. Mayonnaise! Yep. What about it? We're not going to get into all the specifics of Mother Mayo. Mother Mayo? Uh-huh. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> she does... She does things. Yeah. Matthew, we're going to have to elevate the tags on this episode if I explain Mother Mayo. Elevate the tag. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. If I explain her in great detail, it's going to be trouble. Oh, yeah. Elevate those tags. Mm. Anyway, uh, that's about it. Hello! Do you want to just, like, have a few seconds to introduce herself? (laughs) Allow herself to introduce herself. It's I, the Grandmother Mayo. I love mayonnaise, but I won't tell you what I use it for. And that was Mother Mayonnaise, ladies and gentlemen. She's my adopted son. Uh, Yes, you should see James. James is so pleased with himself. He's rolling around on a futon right now, and it's in the L position. And I just like by a tarantula. Yeah. Oh, James, it's uh, it's just like the past. It is. Anyway, except, except we're old. Oh, god damn it. That's about it for news this week. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you, as always, for joining us in 2016. It's been an absolute pleasure and delight to have you with us, and we look forward to continuing our conversations with you in 2017. I don't know why, but I guess we will. We'll continue. Yeah. Sure. We've got, uh, of course, you can always listen to uh, my good podcast, uh, The Sewers of Paris. That's where I talk to gay men about entertainment that's changed their lives. I've got a lovely year in review episode that may be up, but depending on when you're listening to this, it's going up on December 27th or 8th. I think. And uh, it's I talked to a bunch of gay podcasters about their favorite things of 2016. I've got a lot of great recommendations. Of course, Moonlight's in there and many other things. Also, the show Reba, which did not come out in 2016. <laughs> but you can enjoy it in 2016. That was recommended by Colby Melt... Colby. Colby. Colby Cheese. Yes, that was recommended by Colby Cheese. Cody Melcher, the lovely Cody Melcher. Mel- oh, I, now I can't say it. You did it to me. Uh, anyway... So that's coming out. Uh, also, pay attention to the podcast Game Bar. That's game with a Y, G-A-Y-M-E for gay gamers. Game Bar. I'm going to be a guest on there uh, the first week of January. Probably. Probably. Not... It hasn't been recorded yet. We don't yeah. know. It's not, in the, it's not in the bag. It's not in the can. It's not in the caboose. But it's not in the koala, uh, koala pouch. It's not in the koala pouch. But uh, we're scheduling that out. So pay attention to Game Bar. I should be on that in, uh, just in some, some short time. I have to... I'm sorry. I have to interject into your plugs. Why are the changing stations in public bathrooms called Koala Care? I don't 
No. There's no pouch related. There's no eucalyptus or gum tree aspect. As far as we know, they do not come from Koala Walla land. Well, a little noozle's all it takes, Sandy. Would you like to see a mashup, a crossover between noozles and newsies? Yes. Okay, that's going to be our next project for 2017. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, as always, for listening to the show. Oh, and of course, subscribe to our, the newsletter for our other project, Playing With Pride. That's at playingwithpride.com, where we talk to uh, LGBT gamers about uh, queer culture and game culture colliding. We've got some big things planned coming up very soon in that, so head over to playingwithpride.com and sign up there to be the first to know when uh, there's some exciting new stories to see. And I think that's about it for us, right? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to send James off to do some video game streaming. You can watch him at twitch.tv slash pretty pretty pixel. And uh, by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. It's a lot of plugs, but none for your hair. Mm-hmm.